Hi, I'm Trenton Stander. Hi, I'm Tim Brown. And, and this is the Open Heart Cast. So, this is episode 20 of the Open Heart Cast. We are here with Tim Brown and... Our guest today is Mr. Niels from the back from Black Dragon Forge. How are you doing, Niels? Good and so, buddy. Sweet, man. It's good to, good to see you. Apparently, you get here. <laughs> that took long enough, didn't it? Mm. Well, you've got to drive through like 17 municipalities just to get to <laughs> Niels's. That's house. a true story. <laughs> that is an absolute true story. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, so we've been looking forward to this for a while. I first spoke to you about it at uh, Durban Eastern Asher. And uh, yeah, we we were we were there obviously to show support that side. We're here, we're here, we're here. Right, but yeah, shoot, buddy, don't worry about me. So yeah, a couple of things we wanted to sort of get into. But yeah, before we we get into that, yeah, what um, do you want to get into? What have you been doing the last? Two oh, what have I been doing? In in knife making terms, because we know you're probably getting up to nothing, no no good. Just with everything else. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. been, I've been, uh, I went, I went on a camping trip the other day over the weekend, and that was great. Sweet. Uh, wild group of people. Where'd you go? Wild group of people. We went uh, out toward Michalisburg, I think it was, and we, there was a 60th birthday that was going on there, and it was a wild group of people, man, doing like LSD and shrooms and fucking weed and crazy motherfuckers. So not a lot of knife making happening. Not a lot of knife making happening. <laughs> Excellent. A lot of baking happening. Waking and baking, like get, I saw this one dude. He gets out of his tent in the morning and he just lights a joint. Like I see him just get out of his tent. He's still in his PJs and his slippers <laughs> and he lights a joint. So that I'm was like, his brushing his teeth. That's his brushing his teeth, bro. He's well, like, everyone's got to have their morning routines, oh right? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. But I mean, anyway, that was that was what I was getting up to. And then we made uh, Damascus at Grant. Grant the yeah, other we made day. Some Damascus amazing. the other day. Oh. I still have to turn that Damascus into a knife. But it was fun because uh, Grant's got old Jacques Mungus's old power hammer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that uh, Olsen, it's a 40 kilogram. That's a nice little beast. That That's a nice. It works, Darcy. And he's also got one of Garth's hydraulic presses. Oh, so I saw. We, we I used saw. both. And he's got a ribbon burner forge now. Which, oh, nice. Which uh, it burns it's, still. It burns, <laughs> it burns very nicely. It was the first time. Look, I've made Damascus with Jack before, but it's the first time that I've done majority of the work myself. Okay. Mm. So that was an interesting experience, like setting the well. Jack generally does that for me, and like mm. you know, we make Damascus together, but he does predominant. Yeah, where, where, majority you, play, where you play the appy. Where I yeah. play appy. Mm. Yes, exactly. The third hand. I'm just, I, and sometimes the the guy that gets in the way a lot of the time. Yeah. Oh my word! There's this one video where I'm taking a video of Jack, and I thought he was trying to show me the bullets, and he's like, "Trent, can you just get the fuck out of the way?" <laughs> like it, it happens, man. It happens. Yeah. I mean. I mean, you two guys, when you, mm. when you work together, mm. are you a hindrance for each other or are you complimenting? Are you assisting each other? Well, uh, the thing is we communicate what we need from each other when yeah. we're working together. So that's it. So yeah. the more time you work with someone, yes. the, the more they learn the routine, especially mm. about making Damascus is something new for you, you say? Yes. Mm. So the more you make it, especially yes. with mm. Jack, for instance, yes. you will learn the routine and yes. then you will become helpful. Well, it's like anything. Training an athlete yeah. takes time, but It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, was in the, I was in the smithy with him the other day helping him out and we were just moving like fluid compared to the last times that I'd been 
yeah. that I'd been working with him. We we were just moving fluid, like yeah, like excellent. it was it was a great experience because you you're always so conscious of where to be because mm. it's hot steel moving around. It, like it's 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 pretty stressful. Yeah, the worst kind of I can you get a couple of third degree burns. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's two yeah. types of, of placements: those who've been burnt and those who are going to be burnt again. I'm the second one. <laughs> yeah, this this I, happened uh, four weeks ago. So those two, mm-hmm. and then that one was two weeks ago. When you were casting bronze? No, no, no. It's oh. all all Damascus. All Damascus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the bullets are just big, really, really big. Sorry, man. No worries. You think it's manly when you've been saying like I've been burnt by a campfire, but when you've been burnt by Damascus, that's just another yeah, kind of difference. Manly. Difference between yeah. four hundred degrees and a thousand four hundred degrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Very few people actually realize what a thousand four hundred degrees is. Mm. Seriously, when you cannot, I mean, you've got two sets of gloves, mm. right? Not just a single <clears throat> pair of uh, grinder gloves. You've got mm. two sets of heat-resistant gloves that mm. were made for the job. On and you pick the bullet up. And you can, I mean, it's a half a meter away from mm. you. You can, you can literally feel your beard singed. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to edit that out. No, Sorry, that's man. Right. That's all right. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello. From Thank you. Deliveries. Real time. Real time. Real time. <laughs> Real time. Real this is not bad. We, we only paid for that about a half an hour ago. So <laughs> that's brilliant. We can we can get them to sponsor the podcast. Give them a shout out. <laughs> well, I've noticed like when I'm forging, uh, normally with forging, I only have a glove on the left hand because that's my tongue hand, mm-hmm. and my hammer hand never has a glove on because it just messes your armor. Yeah, it's tires you. Yeah, I know. I like it rough, eh? <laughs> but I've noticed when you're doing Damascus, when you've got power hammers and presses, then you wear both gloves, and those mm-hmm. even when you just Moving the bullet around in the forge. You've got to take man. the gloves off. Yeah. Because they get too hot. It, yeah. It's hot. It's, man. it's, it's, hot. it's very hot. Yeah. And yourself, what have you been doing, Tim? I've been uh, mostly fucking around. <laughs> now, I've been working on some knives and then uh, I've been practicing engraving and copy inlay. I've seen on Instagram. With mm. the old or the Japanese style with little hammers and chisels mm. and battling with thumb cramp. <laughs> And it gets got, better over time. Yeah, I got myself a pitch bowl yeah. uh, at the end of May. But because I work for Denal and they don't like paying salaries, I only managed to get my pitch for my pitch bowl <laughs> about two weeks ago. Oh, nice. nice so nice. now I can set things and I don't have to use a dodgy vice. And I noticed immediately when I changed from the dodgy vice to the pitch bowl, you don't have to hit as hard. It's more stable. Because it's more stable. And you can literally tap. And I made yeah. three hammers. I don't know the weights of them. But it's a 12 mil square, a 14 mil square, and a 16 mil square. And they're too heavy. They, <clears throat> I, I work mostly with a, with a 12 mil. So I need to make something a little bit smaller. Because I worked out it's about 40 grams. And when I was speaking to Sam Towns, he says his go-to hammer that he uses the most is 19 grams. For the hammer and chisel engraving. Okay. Um, have you spoken with uh, Tian Burger? No, I haven't. Uh, I spoke to him briefly at Brooklyn last year. Yeah. Um, and he put me onto a YouTube channel. There's a guy in the UK who does painting with the iron brush. 
Ford Hallam. Hallam, yeah. You know, he's a South African boy. Okay. Yeah, born and bred in Cape Town. Okay. Mm. But I've been watching some of his videos and stuff, but... That guy, worldwide, mm. according to me, my not-so-humble opinion, mm. is the best out there, man. Seriously. And uh, you can see, he does everything precisely. If it's worth doing, it's yeah. worth doing It's like, even well. if he's... If he's, he, I saw a video where he was Even making... Even if you fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of well. the journey, isn't yeah. it? He was just showing how he shapes a specific graver. And then, after he's finished with a file, he like sweeps it up. Cleans up. Because cleanliness is next to godliness, is what he said. Is it, exactly. It's just, he's a jeweler. Jeweler, yeah. 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 So, a classically trained jeweler. And mm. uh, there's... You, you can't produce... Well, this is according to my mind. Mm. You can't produce clinical work if you're working in a big star. Mm. Yeah. It's fucking impossible. Well, your mind will reflect in your work. Mm. And my mind is what my workshop looks like. Chaos. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Take the time. Clean out the shop. It's going to take you days. Don't try to do everything in a big bang. Mm. Take a section. Clean that up. Yeah. Mm. Don't. Because you will change it over time. Yeah. I mean, my shop... The setup changes on a weekly basis based on what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like production work. Yeah. I was, yeah, you set up the production line and then mm -hmm. you do that job and you don't do anything else until that job's done. Mm -hmm. Done. And then you change and you go on to the next thing. Well, I was talking to Tim about this during the course of many podcasts. It's like, you don't, like, I always used to be watching your stories and seeing, yes, this guy's at it again. He's moving his shit around again. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like, where does this guy find the time? Does Sorry, I'm just, my asshole. Does he just, does he just get bored, or what? What's the story? And then when I had my own workshop, and when I started sorting shit out, I, I probably sorted that workshop about seven times before I was happy with it. And I'm still yeah. not entirely happy with it. So I have a little notebook. Yeah. Or you take notes. Yes. So whenever you do something mm -hmm. and you're thinking, you know, what, this isn't optimal, mm -hmm. make a little note. I want to change my bait. I want to change the, the setup. I want to do whatever. Yeah. You know what? I actually should put a light here. Mm. Write it down. Yes. Because those little moments are just mm. going to go. Mm. Yeah. And, it, and then um, you write them down, get into that habit. Yes. And now you know you need to work, but you don't want to work. Mm. Yeah. But you can't afford to just go and surf YouTube or yes. Instagram or Facebook yes. for yeah. the next two hours until you maybe feel inspired. No. So you no. go to that list and you pick a little small little project fixing the light over there. Yes. Yeah, I actually have the cable and the blah, 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 blah. Mm. And, and when you're doing that, you're increasing your productivity, mm -hmm. but in the long run. Yeah. Because yeah. the next time you're not going to go to that machine, it's mm. easier. You flip the light, yes. done, and then you realize, oh, you know what? This actually works well. This was pretty Yeah, and then you start cleaning around that machine. Right. And you keep it clean. Right. And the reason, I don't know, for, for me, the reason things get cluttered in the shop is because there's no organization. Mm. And for 9% of knife makers, uh, what I've seen over the years is mm. guys will buy the most expensive machine, which is normally the grinder. Mm. And they, there's nothing in the garage mm. except the car. And they start filling it with shit. Mm. Mm. Knife maker, whatever, the mm. collector. Uh, <clears throat> we're not knife makers, we're actually knife... <sighs> Thing collectors, in other Thing words, we, we collect knife steels, we collect woods, we collect fucking old Pinning materials, <sighs> whatever, and they all just get piled. Yeah. yeah, what you should be doing is collecting shelving, mm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, um, so the grinder gets put in a, in a mm. corner, all right, um, and then the entire thing evolves around it. 
Mm. But no one sits back and saying, look, is it the, the, really the best spot for it? Mm. Right? Mm. Or the bio grinder, because it was the most expensive investment, get mm. prime position. Mm. Where, where you don't spend that lot of time behind the grinder, man. Mm. On a knife, maybe 10% is spent behind the grinder. Sure. Like 20% if you cock. <laughs> no, because if you cook, the other things are going to be cooked yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, it leads back to that whole philosophy about saying it, it's cock. It's a, a cock knife is either cock expensive, mm-hmm. whether it was to make it, mm-hmm. right? Um, the experience you got into it, mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. cock moy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. if you speak to me. Mm-hmm. Everything that I create, I think it looks beautiful. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can do your thing, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it, it's cock scat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's it. There is mm-hmm. all knives are cock knives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you if you take. Uh, I mean, uh, I spoke to Bertie Twelt a couple of years ago about what he would do. Or oh, was there a knife that he um, regretted selling? And he looked at me like I was stupid. I said, no, because at every single point when a knife was finished, he was happy with the knife and that's why he sold it. Mm. But now looking back 10 years ago, 20 mm. years ago, 30, 40 years mm. ago, if he could get his hands on all of those old knives, mm. he would buy them back and destroy them. Mm. Because where he's at now versus back then, he can't mm. stand to look at them. Right, mm. right. It's a hard thing to do. I, no, I, I, as soon as you realize that mm. what you produced 10 years ago is mm. not where you're at now. You yeah. can't measure backward. You have to measure yeah. forwards. Well, when yeah. I was down... Unless the stuff that you did 10 years ago is exactly the same as the stuff you're doing now, then yeah. you need to ask yourself that question again. Well, I went down to PE to visit my parents and my mom asked me to show up in a kitchen I've made for her in 2017. Yeah. And back then it was, this is okay now for what I was doing. Yeah. And when she gave it to me, it's like, this thing's got a block rectangular hand. Mm. It was like, it's hard. Mm. <laughs> but... It's still it's it's history, so it's and it a, does the job. It performs does. the function. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and it, it for me it was it was something special that because it was one of the early knives that I made that I gave to my mom as a as a Christmas present, and just to see it again and just to sharpen it for her on an old oil stone, because I didn't have any knife making equipment there. <laughs> That's a skill. A skill mm. I have. I don't want to see, say even mastered. I know how to kind of hack mm. an edge onto a knife with an oil stone. Mm. I know masters with Kevin Harvey. Um, he was uh, a couple of years ago. Um, he really wanted to teach me how to do that. Mm. Um, and I was very cocky. And I said, well, I know that I have to sharpen a knife on a belt grinder. Yeah. <laughs> and I could do, a, I could get a razor edge on a knife in mm. seconds on a belt grinder. And I still yeah. can. Um, but now thinking back, Dumbass. I should have sat down yeah. uh, and and listened to what uh, the master had to say and mm. taken the lesson. Uh, but it boils back to everything in what we do. Uh, there's a an old philosophy saying philosophy, mm. philosophizing. We're now going to do the philosophy thing. Um, where in yoga, where uh, there's a saying that says, um, the, the teacher will appear when the student is ready to learn. Okay. And I see that. On, and, and that's one of the main reasons why I dropped 90% of the, the Facebook groups and the, the WhatsApp groups and blah, blah, blah. I just pulled myself out because I got highly irritated mm. with idiots asking the same fucking question over and over and over mm. whether, when it's been answered 20 fucking times mm. by the best guy in the industry. Mm. Yeah, But they need to understand that the guy that gave the answer 
is the best in the industry. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there's almost no one better explaining how to do that than this guy just did. Mm. Yet they want to go listen to their history teachers um, or their mates that know less than they do. Yeah, yeah. So I just had to pull back, and uh, I must say that I've been a happier man. Yeah, I tend to. The only time I go on to knife groups is when I'm posting my shit. Because I don't like to... I no, don't, no, no. You, you need to give the love that you expect. Yeah. In other words, if you're going on to a yes. knife group, and, and I, mean, I, I see this over the month, it's something that I've been conscious of about mm. the last two months, uh, when I scroll through local knife maker groups, mm. all right, um, there's people that just forward shit to the group. Mm. They never add any content. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're expecting. Mm. If, if someone made a knife, he's posting it to 50 groups, mm. um, hoping that another knife maker is going to fucking buy his knife or mm. tell him how beautiful it is. Yeah. Mm. And he doesn't even respond to it. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think. So social media, mm. main thing there is social. Yeah. Yeah. When you just forward your shit mm. over, you posted it to your page and now you're just sharing. Mm. Don't do that. Go to the group, mm. post the thing there, mm. say something. That mm. relates to that target audience of mm. that group. Mm. Yeah, the well, reason I don't spend much time on the groups is because I have a pet hate for pracht. What is prachtig, Fricky? Yeah, well then don't say it's prachtig. Yeah, that's why I just scroll. Yeah. I don't say anything because no. So, but if mm. if that's what you're doing, then that's what people are going to do to your posts. Mm. Is that what you want on your posts? No, I don't want someone to say prachtig. Okay, someone... so teach your community. Mm. Not to tell you you've got to make, made a nice fucking knife. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Ask mm. a question when you post, which will lead people away from, what do you think of the wood I used on this? Mm. Yes. Or uh, um, I used a 1.6 millimeter brass pin here. Do you guys believe it would have add any aesthetics if mm. I used, for instance, 3.2 mil stainless pins mm. or Kobe bolts? Okay. Kobe bolts, yeah. Okay. So, were you getting an opinion from someone, yeah, which so starts you, as a conversation? You create yeah. interaction. Exactly. It's just, uh, not so much about a flex, it's more about wanting to learn more. About if you're on social media to flex, you've missed the fucking point completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Complete. But I'm saying that there's, there's, there's genuinely people out there who want to just flex. Yeah, of course. And, and then go have mean. a look at the amount of people that actually engage with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 You'll find ultra fanboys, and that's mm. it. Mm. Yeah. 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 So on Nielsen's side, there's lots of ultra fanboys. No, not really, because three percent. We actually had this discussion yesterday. Uh, mm. Less than three percent of my followers on Instagram are local. Okay. Yeah. Less than three percent. You're are local. Wow. Yeah. That was the aim. That was That's, the design of it from yeah. day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can either be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish <laughs> fish in a big pond. I'm glad. Small fish in a big pond surviving means more. Mm. I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the things that Tim and I wanted to get into is the business of knife making and the details of that. All right. So that statement in itself, let's pull that apart. Right. There is no business in knife making. Mm. Knife making is fucking knife making. Yeah. The business of knife making has got nothing to do with mm. knife making. As a maker, you are creating a product. Mm. Yes. As a business, the aim of business is to make money. Make money. Mm. You do that through a basic, you buy something, add a markup or a profit, and then sell it. Well, add a markup and then sell it, mm. and you make a profit. Mm. Yeah? If you're not turning a profit, you are running a non-profit organization, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Uh, which is something that hopefully no knife maker should be doing. Yeah. Um, well, anyone in business. We're in business to make money, and to yeah. make money, you need to sell, well, buy and sell. Mm. As the maker, you are now the manufacturer. And the sales guy. 
Mm. And the manufacturer and the sales guys who'd split number one, Mm. that bond you have with that child you've just created. Mm. Yeah, because I... And no one is going to pay you for 20 fucking hours of hand sanding. Mm. Just get that out of the way. You're not a fucking programmer. You can't... Mm account for your time that you've spent on it. Mm. This is this is the thing I, I wanted to discuss with you about knife making and, and being a knife maker and all of that jazz. It's like what you just said there, if I understood you correctly, is that the you business are, of knife making is the business. It's mm. not the knife making. Hold on, part. hold on. Mm. What I'm trying to say here is is I'm saying that you making the product, but you also have to be the salesman for your own product. And so how do you how, how have you done that? Because what it, what you've done is, is quite exceptional. But I don't you've, sell my stuff. Okay, but what I'm saying is you, you, your you've, brand you've, created, you've created yourself, to you've turned yourself into this brand. Which Part of that brand is you. When people look at Black Dragon Forge, they do look at you as the <coughs> persona of the Black Dragon Forge brand. No, Black Dragon Forge is the company of creation. That's it. Yes. And I'm just a guy that works there. Mm-hmm. Niels von Abad mm-hmm. is the knife maker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Black Dragon Forge creates forges. Mm-hmm. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. We create forges and I use it to uh, as a springboard for other business opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, the casting furnaces yeah, and blah, 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 blah. No, because Niels von Abad uses the Black Dragon Forge facility. To teach the class. Okay. You don't come for a Black Dragon Forge class. You okay. come with a class for Niels von Abad, uh, with Niels von Abad, okay. American Bladesmith Society, Journeyman Smith, and member of the South African Knife Makers Guild, mm. where I'm selling my achievements mm. to get people into the class. So that they know it's not just Joe Soap that's got mm. no fucking background in what he's doing, blah, 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 blah. And the same thing with the forges. If you're buying a Black Dragon Forge, you're buying 12 years worth of experience. In building, manufacturing, client liaison, blood of after-sales service. Mm. Um, I've been around for 12 years. I've used that equipment mm. that I'm building for to get to yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. So if there's one guy that can tell you more about my forges in this country, mm. it would probably be Stuart Smith. Because mm. he's been using it for the last 12 years as well. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So becoming an authority on a subject is mm. what sells shit. Right. Yeah. Because people don't buy knives. They buy into who you are. <laughs> yeah. Let's just talk about uh, just general that's what marketing. Was, yeah. That's what I was saying. Right. Why do people buy my shit? Because I don't sell it. I don't actively advertise my knives. Mm-hmm. But the forges. Holy mm. crap. If you follow me on Instagram, on, mm. well, not on Instagram, on Facebook. I bunt forges three times a day because it's my business. Mm. I need to sell those things. I can't sell them if people don't know of them. Mm. So I'm a member of, like, I think it's 1,300 groups on Facebook. Yeah. And I've got a schedule. Mm. And I post 9 in the morning, 12 in the afternoons, 3 in the afternoons, and 7 in the evenings. Mm. Done. Mm. And I post to 20 groups in each of those systems. Mm. Bunting, forges, and casting firms. Mm. That's it. Now and then I'll throw a class if it's somewhere mm-hmm. in a 50-kilometer radius from me or 100-kilometer yeah. radius, I will pop yeah. a, uh, um, a advert. an advert for the classes in there. Mm. Yeah. Um, but then also you need to understand that people for the classes is a different beast. Yeah. So people, when they look at classes, middle of the month, so I punt classes the first week of the month and the yeah. last week of the month. 
Yeah. That's it. Nothing in between. It doesn't pay to do it in between. Yeah. If it's a five-week month, then that middle week, nothing gets done. I don't mm. even advertise anything because that's a long-ass month. Yeah. And you will see on the last of the month, I'll also not advertise because people generally have, don't have uh, on a, on a five-week month, won't have uh, money to throw around because mm. it's an extra fucking week to be deal with. Yeah. 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 Where February, for instance, I can start punting for February and just December yeah. already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've got a specific class in February. I will start punting that class in January or in December. Right. Yeah. Because the people the people still have to get through the twelve weeks of, of January. Yes. <laughs> but uh, February and then April, same thing. Very small month. Very short month. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. okay. So I'm I'm jumping around. Here. <laughs> no, um, look. The business of knife making and yes. knife making. Mm. Yes. Business you run as a business. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you can't run a business off of Excel. No. Can you? No, you can't. Well, you can. Well, you yeah. could. But... Because I have I have your spreadsheet that you did on, on costing a blade. Yes. And are you using that? I do use it when I do... Um, when I do a custom order. Because I know... When I do a custom order, then I know they want a Damascus or a carbon steel. And then I can work it into the cost. And I know what belts I need to, to use. And the so, cost... So, I mean, I come down to an average... Cost per blade per centimeter. No, I haven't looked at it. Why not? Because I never thought about it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> if it works, it's worth improving. Yes. Mm. You understand what I'm yes. saying? Yes. If, yes. if it wasn't for that, if it works, it's worth improving mindset, mm. we'd still be driving fucking Model D4. True. Everyone. True. Yeah. 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 Incidentally, yeah. it's the same guy, mm. Henry Ford, mm. that came up with the whole production line, moving production line. Yeah, his his claim to fame wasn't the car itself; it was the system behind the car. So those that that should be fucking the intro to this thing to your podcast <laughs> every single time. That should be your ringtone, man. <laughs> the system behind yeah. it. Yeah, everything because there was a system behind it. There was a lot of at that stage. There was quite a few companies that could make a car, but he just decided if you want to go. To, to increase your volume or to, to get that bigger market, you need to do things more efficiently. That's and why by you doing them more efficiently, it'll become cheaper and you could offer a better quality at a cheaper price and put it into more people's hands, sure. therefore doing brand recognition. Penetration. Penetration. Yeah. Because he was a no-name brand. Mm. And it was also, you could have it in any color as long as it's black. Yeah, well, that was just get these paintball very low. Yeah, I mean, at those stages, they don't have the fancy stuff that they do now. No, but what also you will see, yes, yeah, sure. Uh, what do you will see... Sorry? Where do they need to unload? Uh, Where's my small gravel? Yeah. Next to the power hammers, please. Thanks, buddy. Um, brand brand yeah. penetration. And the color... Oh, um, black mm. is one of the most difficult colors to get a perfect body panel. Wow. I don't you know that. I don't know. I know that black black cars show so it also dirt that, the quickest. It was a brag. Okay. Oh, wow. But so he was flexing. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Well, if you could get it right with black, then eventually you could get it right with any color. No, but the, the, mm. then why? Mm. Would you want mm. to paint it any other color? Mm. Mm. Yeah? 
And back then, look, everyone was wearing either cream or brown fucking suits or gray or black. Yeah. So it just fitted the whole thing. It was a status symbol. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is another thing we wanted to get into as well, is that... Because when I watch your stories on Instagram, I'm like, what is this guy on? He looks like, you look like you're just running around on acid doing shit all the time. <laughs> like you just, you're crazy. You're always doing something very productive. And it's... No, it just seems that way. It just seems that I way. I just work with a plan. It seems that way. So my day is planned. So your day is planned. Yes. But this is what I wanted to get into though. It's like, mm. okay, planning is, is very good. And obviously a big part of your routine, but... It is the most important part of the routine. What what drives you? That's what I wanted to get to. What drives you? I can't answer that question because that's a stupid fucking question. It's I'm not. sorry. What it's you... the same as, as going into a company and saying, where do you see yourself in five years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you don't know. Exactly. But mm-hmm. the thing is, these guys are still trying to figure it out. Some type I am of happy. Motivation. No, no. I am happy in my own head. Yeah. And as long as I don't work for a sadly, I'm good. But that was a decision I made like 12, 13, 14 years yeah. ago. Okay. I want to work for myself. Yeah, I'm also And I work that. for myself. And my time is my own. But I have a lot of debt. So I need to earn money. Mm. And there's no... I mean, that whole saying, uh, myself and Luan, my mm. eldest son, discussed this last night. Uh, find yeah. a job you love and you won't work for the rest of your life. That's a load of fucking bullshit. <laughs> work is work. Otherwise, it would be called fun time. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. You work... Because you have to, not because you want to. Yeah. And bullshitting yourself saying, hey, I'm not doing something that I really love. I like making daggers. But I love my family. I don't love fucking daggers. I love the process of creating. But doing the actual fucking work, it sucks, man. Yeah? I'd much rather sit around and watch a video. If I can figure out some way to get paid good money for doing that, I would stop making fucking knives. Yeah. You see my hands, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it does suck, but when you when you finish the knife, it's like, oh wow. No, onto the next project immediately. You don't not a day. You don't even take like time to look at what you've done and say, wow, dude, I have spent hundreds of hours looking at the fucking thing. Yeah, there's no one on this planet that looked at that thing more than I have. Now you want to sit back and admire your work? What does that do? It gives you a little pat on the back, say, oh, you did a good job. There's fucking 10 million people on Instagram or Facebook will tell you you did a good job. You know you did a good job, otherwise you wouldn't be posting the photo. Mm. Why would you need self-recognition? Well, it's I, a social construct yeah. that you've mm. bullshitted yourself into. Mm. Hard work is fucking hard work. That's mm. what we do. We work. Done. Create an environment where it's comfortable for you to do that. Mm. I'm spending 12, 13, 16 hours in my shop behind this desk Every single day. That's why I made it comfortable. Yes. That's why I made it look pretty. Yes. 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 It's prettier than my house. Yes. Why? <laughs> well, my bedroom. One of the walls of my bedroom isn't even painted yet. Yeah. I'm talking. It's the raw plaster. <laughs> why? Because I only fucking sleep there, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is where you spend. We're, we're not in the habit of lying in bed watching TV and getting all comfortable because that's a little cocoon. Mm. That's for people that are financially. What? Um, Gifted. No. Uh, financially independent is independent. the nice word. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to worry about money. Mm. Uh, this is 
another uh, part of the discussion from from uh, last night, saying uh, uh, find a job that you love and you won't work for the rest of your life. What would you do if money was not a was not even part of the equation? You could do anything. Don't think about the cost. Nothing. Would you do what you do now? Yes. Yes. And no. So change it. It's easy as that. And don't tell me no. This is the biggest thing. Self-discovery. Asking yourself those hard-ass questions. If you're in this position, you don't like it. If money was not the object, would you be doing this? No. Then what are you doing to get to that point? What would you be doing, by the way? I would I would have a bushcrafting school. You'd still be working. I, I'd still be working, but I love doing it like much more than what I what I do. I do bushcrafting. Enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing it. Yes. I enjoy teaching what I know about bushcraft specifically. Because mm. I don't know. Fucking should have. But if, if money was not an option, why would you be teaching? Because I enjoy interacting with people. Okay. Yeah. So does a singer. You heard you sing. You need a bit more practice. That's, but that's, <laughs> that's that's another thing that I've spoken to. Yeah, you understand about. what I'm saying? I've spoken to you about. Yeah, it. Mm. I've said I've seen your fucking up. video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's cut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's cut. I said, yeah. don't scream at the song. Don't scream at the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it, it's something that I do, but it's not it's not something that I think I could make money of. I, no, no, I'd love to stop thinking. Yeah, because. Mm. This is another thing. We think too fucking much, and I see this at every single new maker. Every mm. single person that enters this craft goes through exactly the same path. Yeah. Mm. You work because you have to get money. Yeah. Mm. Right. Now you found this little thing that you find extremely interesting. Mm. You've gone for a class, mm. and then you sit. Because you've got time, and you're now 90% of people doing this is behind, well, I say 90%, a lot of it is behind a computer. Mm. And you can bullshit your boss mm. by surfing YouTube. Mm. Yes. Your Bluetooth earphone in one ear so that you can't see you walking past, right? You can listen to YouTube videos and you search the internet and the blood of it. You file mm. all this information and the whole thing, and all of a sudden, he cheating a knife becomes this fucking thing. Because mm. yeah. we think too much. Yeah. yeah. Paralysis yeah. by analysis. Yes. And then you get the specification because some other idiot told you, you know what? It is actually fucking easy. And you could know it's not. You say, no, it is. Because the supplier gave you a heat treat specification. Follow his instruction. No, but don't they have to fucking point my quench tank due north and <laughs> turn around and I, I have to quench in the blood of moon. fucking, I don't know, blood of a unicorn mm-hmm. and bladder, bladder, bladder. And because uh, we've got the blind leading the fucking blind. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, people don't read. They don't want to trust the source. Here's mm-hmm. the supplier. He sold you the, mm-hmm. the piece of steel. He told you this is how he treated it. Mm-hmm. Just do that. It'll be good. Well, I'm, I'm lucky. The same thing about the, the heat on the quenching one. Mm. They're saying I'm baking a chocolate cake. Mm. If you don't buy a cacao, will I be, get a chocolate cake? Mm. Uh, the answer is fuck no, by the way. <laughs> yeah? I don't know fuck about baking. <laughs> if you don't add cacao, yeah. it cannot be a Choc- chocolate cake. Oh, right. right. That's, that's fucking cocoa. But cacao, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cocoa. Yeah. That, not the puffs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not the breakfast cereal. But you understand what I'm going. So people get into this whole thing about, uh, man, aside from that, aside from not, it is this obvious. This is not rocket science. Yeah. It's making enough. Yeah. Okay. 
whether you beat it with a rock like it was done fucking thousands of years ago, dig a hole in the ground, heat mm. up the steel so that it becomes non-magnetic into a state where it becomes easier to manipulate that steel. Mm. You don't have to have the fucking digital kilns and the bladder, 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 bladder to do the basics. Mm. If you're now moving into more complicated steel, more complex steels, mm. then you need to understand why we are saying, hey, for instance, N690 has to hang four millimeters thick, 12 mil or 12 minutes for four millimeters thick mm. at 1060 degrees, where it actually transforms and becomes a high carbon status. Mm. Before it's heat treated, it'll rust worse than fucking mild steel. Mm. Really? Once it, of course. Yeah, because you've got to get the crack. Oh, yeah. When was the last time you've been to KMTS? Never. Oh, you should do yourself a favor. Okay. Go out and ask uh, anyone that works there for the skeletons. The holes. You want to see the holes, the knife holes. Right? So, mm. so this is guys that have uh, stuff laser cut to KMTS. Yes. Yes. Right. And the sheets with mm. the knife holes, you, you can buy those. They're rusted to fuck. Yeah. They are rusted to smithereens. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So only when you heat treat it does, does it become a high them. carbon yeah. stainless. Yes. Yeah. It, okay. The chrome needs to transform it. I don't point. care. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, I don't care. There are guys with thick glasses, white lab coats mm. that set that formula. Mm. I'm not going to fuck with it. No, because... Yeah, now, you, now you some have... other dude out of the middle of fucking nowhere mm. uh, with his beaten up old gas forge comes to me and he says, no, but I can heat treat N690... Just exactly, get exactly the same out of it as the lab results. No. So you can, you, you mm -hmm. might have, my wife was fond of saying, mm -hmm. even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this game, mm -hmm. if you want to improve, you have to have measurable and repeatable, repeatable mm -hmm. results. Mm -hmm. So to get back to the oil, uh, a lot of guys ask me, so what should the temperature of the oil be? I say, who cares? As long as it's consistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see guys looking in summer heating up a piece of steel and tossing it into the oil because it has to be warm. I only do it in winter. But why? Are you measuring the temperature of your oil? In other words, every single time you quench, okay, mm. you get to the same temperature, the steel, and then quench it into different heated oils during the course of the year. You're mm. obviously going to get fucking different results. Yeah. So pick a temperature, 15 degrees, 17 mm. degrees, 18 degrees, whatever your oil is mm. on a 25 degree average mm. summer day. Mm. Figure out a way to get that oil to that same temperature every mm. single time you quench and you will get repeatable results. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I'm just... Exactly. So now it doesn't matter if you're in fucking Canada, mm. right? 25 degrees in summer is going to be a push. Yeah. Mm. yeah? But in winter... You'll probably have frozen or your oil will look like grease. I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah. But you'll need to get it to yeah. the same temperature to get repeatable results. The yeah. same, same thing. Tea. If you are hand sanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't matter what grit you start off with. You're going to start in the same fashion. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. You grind 10 knives, you're going to sand them in exactly the same fashion to get the same result. Mm. If you're expecting different results... Mm. by using the same system and you know what the outcome is of that system mm. then that's the definition of insanity yes, yes. Yeah, doing the same thing over and over and but expecting different results so obviously if you want a different result you need to look at another system another mm. process mm. then you start asking guys you don't go up to me the mm. phone call this morning how do I handset? it's going fucking back to front 
<laughs> the guy thought I was being stupid. I'm saying, so can I answer back to front? Yeah. Forward and backwards. That's what I answer. <laughs> what do you mean with how do I answer? Yeah. What sandpaper do I use? Oh, well, that's fucking easy. RMC or Clingsport. Mm-hmm. Where do I get RMC? Mm-hmm. So, do you have Clingsport? Yes. I'm saying I did say RMC or Clingsport. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. RMC, unfortunately, the guys that supplied me closed down. So I don't even know how to get it. So what the fuck, mm-hmm. how do I answer that question? You know how to get Jack's got a contact, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Mm. Sport, look at my fucking sandpaper yeah, yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got thousands of sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably only have to buy sandpaper in the next 10 years. Mm. Yeah. But the point being is asking a question intelligently will get you an intelligent answer. Yes. Asking it's a stupid question like everyone asks, mm. yeah. then you're going to get a stupid answer. It's the same as the question is. If Sorry, you ask, if you ask, we're jumping around. <laughs> if you yeah. ask, can I slam my dick in the sliding door? That's not the yes, question. Yes, you can. You, you why can. the fuck would you want to do that? The question is, should I? <laughs> no, it's just, well, why no. would you even want to ask that question? <laughs> mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, your next question would be what? So it's your turn to me. Uh, what does your, your typical days look like? Mine? Mm. Uh, well, today it's a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you obviously work. No, there is no typical day. Um, mm. So I... Get up at uh, five. Well, between five and six. Okay. Uh, my wife and kids get up at five. They leave at six. Okay. Um, I want to be dressed and have my first cup of coffee by six o'clock. Okay. Um, normally in summer, mm. the quarter past six, I'll be in the shop. Okay. Winter, I'm finding it very difficult to be in the shop before seven. Yeah, it's cold. It is not cold. It is exceptionally <laughs> cold. Uh, this morning, it was minus two. Oh, shit. Um, so it, it, it really does get cold. Uh, so much so that I had a bucket of water just stand, standing outside of the shop, mm. which I didn't turn out uh, yesterday mm. after I finished, and it, it was frozen. Jesus. Minus two. Water freezes at, at zero. Yes. Right? Well, I remember when yeah. I used to do specimen crab fishing in winter, and you get that run at three o'clock in the morning, and you bail out your tent, and you got to break the ice bucket to get water onto the unhooking mat, and then your landing net stuck to the <laughs> Jesus. No, so there's no, yeah, so there's no typical day. <laughs> no, no typical but I try to be in the in the uh, in the shop. So depending on what I'm busy with, mm-hmm. the day will differ. Um, but I normally will come in um, and uh, I'll start the smaller project, like for instance now that there, yeah, lasering laser engraving the logos on the back of brooches. Yeah, has to get done. Mm-hmm. And I'm building six hundred, and it takes three minutes and ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Three, three minutes. Four se- two, three months, four seconds to mm. do one. Mm. And there's a crap house full yeah. of them to be done. Yeah. So it's impossible to do it all in one go without mm. losing your mind. Mm. Um, so I set a goal of 50 per day mm. and done. Yeah. 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 So yesterday I did a bit more. I did about 65. So I did another 30. The aim was to do 30 before you guys came in. Mm. Um, and as you came in, I think I did the last. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that that helped. Um, but I was in the shop at six. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they'd be past six. Sorry, gentlemen. Let me just put this thing on side. No worries. Uh, but uh, after we- that, well, first thing, I mm. step into the shop, uh, I start up the space station, uh, mm. check email. Um, if there's any emails I need to uh, reply to or uh, client correspondence, then I'll take care of that. So admin, first thing. Um, I hate admin, so I want to get that out of the, the way as quick as possible. Do the most uncomfortable task first. 
don't like it. Right. I don't like it. Um, I, I want to get a, a quick one early in the morning. Um, yeah. it, it just bullshits myself. Uh, yeah. um, so I'll never work late to finish something. Even if it's just another five minutes, I'll always stand it up because it's work. Yeah. Done. Unless my wife gave me permission to be in the shop till 10, 12. Unless then I'll finish it. Oh, if it's a 48-hour dagger bolt. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> then, then she'll just laugh at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to get a little small one. I want to get a, a ongoing. I always have three or four ongoing projects. Yeah. Um, so if I don't have to spend time on what I'm doing now, there's mm. always two or three other, other options I can pick from. Yeah. Um, then uh, part of the, the administration of the monster that is Black Dragon Forge is I'm redoing the corporate identity. Uh, well, not, not the ID. Um, the, the adverts. And yeah. I started that a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, so you can go and farm this out to someone, but it's my mm. brand, uh, my look. Mm. Um, the personality of the brand has to be reflected, and there's no way that anyone aside from me can do that. And you, you used to do... Yeah, 512 years ago, I did graphic design. Yeah. Um, so you, you know how to do it. So yes. For someone like Clinton, you wouldn't advise it. Because no, it's just <laughs> same as knife making. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that has to be learned. Same as writing, yeah. same as drawing. It is a skill that has to be learned. Yeah. Hmm. Um, on the drawing part, yeah. since you cut me out about graph paper, I haven't drawn on graph paper since. So why the hell would you want to? Because I'm an engineer. S no, life. even engineers don't draw on fucking graph paper. But anyway, since, since changing to, <laughs> anyway. to normal, normal paper, it is so much easier because now you're not constrained by lines. <laughs> <laughs> and being constrained by lines is... Well, you're being constrained. You're being constrained. Yeah. You, it's, you can't draw, draw a curve on fucking graph paper. No, you can't. Hmm. And uh, I, I... Well, you can, but it's... It's much diff more difficult. Yes. And luckily, I got from Grant, I got one of those big LED panel lights yeah. that I've turned into my light box. Whose idea was that? Fenton's. Mm-hmm. Because I got it from Neil, so I saw his shit, and I was like, that's fucking Wait, you know what that is? Yeah. It's an X-ray. Yeah, an X-ray viewer that I picked up at a, a second-hand shop for like, mm. I don't even think I paid 10 rand for it. Well, I got the I got the panel light for free from Grant because he had it left over from Brilliant. installations. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's big. You and can try drawing it, and them. I can put the light on if I need to trace, mm. which is a huge thing because now I don't need tracing paper. I just use one type of paper. Get tracing paper. Because uh, you can layer it. Yeah, you that's can layer true. it. Trust me. That's true. Trust me. It's not going to set you back a lot. It's like 150 bucks for a block. Mm. Yeah, A3, an entire book. You can layer stuff. I you can I build up designs and you mm. can look through it by just doing this. Yeah. Well, you can't do with two sheets of paper. Yeah. 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 And I can overlay and I can change certain aspects of a drawing. Mm. Yeah, we've seen, I've seen it yeah. when you do the daggers, when you do different quillions and you, you can stack them all on top of each other and this one, this one, this one. Yep. Yeah. And eventually you find what pleases the eye. And you don't want to erase, but we're jumping again. Um, so, Learning a skill. Mm. What was the question again? <laughs> it, it was your day. So you, you yeah, yeah. So, um, man, I'd start off uh, just to get onto if mm. I draw, I will set aside time to draw. Mm. It's not something I hate it when people say, oh, I feel inspired. I have to do this now. It's never fucking happened to me ever, mm. ever. Yeah. You got an idea, and I've got an idea, and I've got an idea, and as soon as I can 
picture that idea I'll put it down on paper. Yeah. That is just a quick little sketch. Yeah. Just to remind me of something. Because that idea is just that. Yeah. It's an idea. And I call them brain farts. Because you don't mm. know if it's a good idea or a bad idea. Mm. Yeah. And then you can sketch the same idea 20 times and you'll have 20 different sketches. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So what you need to do is put all of those ideas in quick little sketches yes. on a book, in a book mm. or something that you carry with you. Yeah. Um, and then uh, once I've got all of those weird and wonderful mm. ideas, I will then sit down and draw the knife that is then inspired by that whole idea. Um, it's really funny when people say, I've got this idea of a knife in my mind. How do I put this on silent? Um, if you have it on your mind, you have to put it on paper to get it out. Yes, that's what I find with... Now, when people say, but I can't do it, I'm saying, well, you've got two things. Yeah. You either want to find a way or you yeah. want to find an excuse. Yes. Fucking choice is yours. Yes. Yes. There's no middle ground. Mm. If you want someone else to make it or you want to make it yourself, mm. you have to know what you're making and you have mm. to work with a plan. Yes. Yeah. It's like what you told me when I first started like designing things and you, you said, but draw it to the tools that you have available so you can make it. Mm. And draw it to things that you don't have. Well, well you can draw the, the pie in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Draw yeah. the fucking, I don't know, the whatever, idea. the dream. Yeah. And then be realistic. Yes. Where's my skill at the moment? What equipment do I have? Mm. If you don't have a three mil wheel, then you don't have a three mil wheel. Yes. If you only have a 25 millimeter wheel, so mm. that little three mil, little notchy will have to be done with a file. So go and find a file yes. that's mm. three mil or yes. change it to the 5.5 that you have. Yes. Yeah. Design to make your life easy. Yes. Yeah. yes. Well, what I found when I started off, I used to let it evolve on the anvil. Yeah, Pokemon eyes. I love those. <laughs> Not and, and then I found when I started doing a few drawings and stuff, if I can't draw it, what's in my mind, then I can't forge what's in my mind. Because I wanted to mm. forge cookery. And 90% of guys forging cookeries have never seen a fucking cookery if you look at the result. Yeah, because you've got this picture in your mind and you try and do it, but I find if I've drawn it, then I know how to form it, if that makes sense. Yes, because you've got a plan. You've got a plan, yeah. And I was just making the thing. There's nothing magic that happens when you stick steel in the fucking forge. Man, I tell you, to, to like over the past little while, I've been trying to practice just on fucking mild steel because that's all I had at the time. Yeah. I didn't have any round bar 5160 or anything. 5160 at this point in time is cheaper than mild steel, by the way. Yeah, but I just had I just had yeah, mild yeah, steel, yeah. so I was, I was using that. Anyway, and I was forging out some some stock to a blade, and I was like, oh, well, this, this feels all right. So I'm getting, getting a technique done. And then I had to draw out by hand uh, 16 millimeter 5160, and I was like, holy shit. This is difficult. It's not difficult. It, it just it's takes just time. It's when, just when you don't know what you're doing, it's difficult. Mm. Yeah. So I, but what's difficult about hitting shit with a hammer? Yeah, no, flattening it out was took time. Mm. But like trying to form it to something that is practical, it's it, because learning, I'm still practicing the techniques, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult to, to try and move the steel difficult. when you... No, it's just you've just got to understand how to... forever. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and through doing it, more and more often yes. you become more proficient yes. Yes. it's still difficult yes. still it difficult. just goes quicker yeah. it doesn't want to, I don't want to say it becomes easier but it, mm. it does but easier might be the wrong choice of words it's mm. still difficult yes. but it's not 
incomp- incomprehensibly difficult. Well, what is hitting shit with a hammer? Well, I think it's the same with like bushcraft. It's like it is difficult, but if you understand how to do it, it's not that difficult anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still like Gary Player said. Yeah. The more you practice, the luckier you seem to get. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. You've never started a fire with the Bushman method. Yeah. Rubbing a stick on a stick, yeah. you'll probably never get it right without proper tuition. Yeah. Knowing what you're doing makes mm-hmm. a difference. Mm-hmm. But then knowing how to do it and actually doing it is two different things as well. Yes. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. there are those small little practical things like putting a ball bearing. Or a roller bearing mm. in the inside of that top stocky. <laughs> That's fucking mm. cheating. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking cheating. It's not cheating. Uh, it's it's using no. the tools. Yeah, but no, look, yeah. But hold on. Yeah. It's the same argument with a guy saying, but grinding with a jig is cheating. Fuck no. It's yeah. not cheating. It's not but. cheating. No, 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 but. It's grinding with a jig. Yeah. Where's the fucking rule? Because you have to have a rule that's broken in order to call it cheating. Yeah. Mm. Where's the fucking rule? There's no rule. My my opinion is if you want to use a jig, use a jig. But for me, yeah, no, no, not not for you. No, don't, don't no, stop the argument. No, 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 no. <laughs> All you're trying to do is justify you being able to to grind. You want to make yourself look better. No, you can grind. So fucking what? Woo! Here's a start. <laughs> no, for me, how for do you me? think I grind fifty fucking blades in four hours with a jig? No, freehand. Because free I can grind. Yeah. Yeah, that was me flexing. That was you flexing. Yeah. If I used a jig, I would have probably been able to do 150, mm. which will make me fucking money, which is the business of knife making. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not flicking. I'm not trying to impress another maker. Mm. When guys say I want to make knives, I'm saying, well, there's two types of knife makers out there. There's a guy that makes knives for himself, mm. and there's another guy that makes knives for knife makers. Which one do you want to be? I want to make knives for me. Sean. Fuck my phone and manage the dinner, sibly. I'm very client or whatever. like three missed calls. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, the reason I don't use a jig is because I don't do production. I don't do... Are you a full-time maker? Not yet, but... Soon to be. Okay. Mm. So what's the easiest way to get money into production knives? Mm. So why aren't you gearing to do production knives? Because you're still subscribing to the, Oh, I don't want... I want to make the one-sort fucking airy fairy no, dream-up knives things. I'm working towards production knives. Working towards is another way of saying I haven't started yet. No, I'm, I'm working thinking on my, of it. I'm working on my design. You're working on your design. That's the fucking easiest part. That's not a production knife. That's a once-off. It's a once-off, but yeah. I, I like And that day I followed on Instagram. How many hours have you got in this thing? Uh, way too much. No, no. How many hours have you got? Answer the question. Uh, on the grinding is probably... No, you don't know. That That's the answer. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. This is a nice knife, by the way. Extremely well executed. Well, it, uh, to get to that blade, I ground... What I would have liked to see, but mm. that's... Just my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. I would actually go and show this to uh, to Stuart and mm-hmm. ask him what he would change on this. Not what do you think about this. Mm-hmm. What would he change on this? Mm-hmm. And I believe we would say that the handle mm-hmm. can go narrower. Narrower, yeah. Because yeah. the biggest mistake guys are making is they want to bulge out that there mm-hmm. and that way. 
and that just becomes a little fucking golf ball in the middle of a stick. Yeah. Just for the video, why don't you show that to the camera there real quick? There yeah. we go. Look at that. Yeah, because I like it. It is a nice little hunter. Really, it is. Yeah. Yeah, really and it's it the is. blade based on the, the Loveless Hideout or New York Special with a double hollow. Okay, when you say based on... Bob Loveless's... No, no, I know who the guy okay. is. I know the knife. On the, I want to know because that's not it. The, the profile of the blade. So, ignore the handle part. The profile of the blade is... Uh, inspired I, by. Inspired by. Exactly. Based on... No. Inspired by, yes. Because I like that blade shape. And I like the deep hollows. Yes. As a production knife? Yeah, it's too much work. No, you, mm. your time mm. is the only thing you have in this world. Do you realize mm. that? Mm. Only have time. Every single second we've spent talking cock is a second mm. you'll never get back in your life. Yeah. Mm. It's a second that puts you closer to that day that you're going to die. No one knows what that day is. Mm. And that's the absurdity of life. <laughs> that is the begin and end. Yeah. What you do in between is life. The relationships you build, the time you spend on something that you want to recoup in monetary value. In other words, mm. you want to sell. Mm. You want to make a quality product mm. for the least amount of time mm. and the most amount of profit. Mm. Makes yeah? sense. Exactly. Makes so sense. why don't we do it? Because Design a knife. Mm. That'll take you less than four hours to make. Mm. And then we talk again. Okay. That you know for a fact mm. you can stock remove in less than four hours. I've started working on something. I've designed it. Mm. That that I'm good. That mm. that I'm glad here. I have designed it, and it's a it's a simple profile. So many people, sorry to interrupt you. Yes. So many people say when when we have these hard conversations. So many people tell me I've started. Ninety percent are fucking bullshitting themselves. They haven't started. They started thinking about it, mm. but thinking and doing is two different things. Yes. yes. So we, we're on about my day. Mm. Um, check email, do correspondence, and then I will set a half an hour to just clean up. Mm. Although I've cleaned up the previous night, mm. half an hour just to organize something. Yes. On my desk, so yes. I'll go to my list and say, mm, "You know what." The file rack over here mm. on the second drawer, mm. if I pull it open, the longer needle files will stick mm. to the top of it. So what I essentially need to do is open this up mm. just to put two little washers. I just mm. need to lift it four millimeters higher. Mm. Yeah. Now just do that little thing to make my life going forward a bit easier. Mm-hmm. And then I will say, okay, fine. What did we do last yesterday? So mm. we're busy with the stiletto. Um, but then last night I had a bit of time, so I wanted to play with uh, resin casting for uh, injection molding, uh, okay. wax injection molding, or well, lost wax casting, creating wax positives. Um, and I, I'm busy with that collaboration piece, um, the stiletto dagger. Mm. So the handles are done. Mm. Let's cast them. <laughs> Why the hell not? I've never played with the resin, um, read the specs on it, mm. and it says 25 degrees Celsius. So that's the, the, the best working environment for it. Yeah. Um, but it was 18, 17 or 18 degrees last mm. night. Uh, so I called my wife. She's been doing this for 20 plus mm. years. saying, what's going to happen? She said, well, the curing time is going to take slower. Mm. Um, when you mix up the, 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 the silicon, it mm. is going to mix harder. You're going to work more bubbles into it because you need to go blah, 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 blah. So understanding and working it 
in the worst case scenario, well, not the worst case scenario, mm. but not ideal environment, taught yeah. me more than trying to figure it out in an ideal yeah. environment. Yes. But I had a teacher here yeah. yes. that's been doing this for obscene amounts of time. Yeah. And um, then I followed her instructions to the letter. Mm. And once I did that, she said, well, those were the instructions supplied by the supplier. But what I have seen yeah. is if you follow those instructions, it says that you need to vacuum it for two minutes mm. um, with a two-minute rest time in between. And you have mm. to do that three times in the debubbleizer before mm. you actually pour it. Um, and she said what she found over the years is still sticking to those. Mm. But on the third debubbleizing, mm. pour it into the mold and debubbleize the mold. Mm. Mm. Which saves her that extra step of debubbleizing three times um, and then pouring into the mold, having to debubbleize an additional time. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. It's just those little tricks that somebody yes. who's. So she's not changing the formula, but yeah. she's brought Some an additional step she managed to, to eliminate, eliminate by just experience. Yes. So the manufacturer's formula is still there. Yes. It's still there, yeah. Now it's just experience making the process run yes, a bit yeah. smoother. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And that's what I love. Yes. I love learning those things. Yeah. So today, um, and then I read the, the uh, specifications. So when I came in this morning, immediately I put my little oil heater on, mm -hmm. which I had to guy and because I have a larger one. Yeah. Um, so you do heat up your oil. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> this, is, this is my ball warmer. <laughs> ball warmer. Right? So I literally sit and work like this, man. <laughs> But anyway, um, so I have that stuck under the skin, and I bought this little cheapy one because it fits under yes. the bench. Yes. Because the larger one, the standard one, doesn't. Mm. I can't get in with my chair under the bench. Mm. So although I have a larger one, and my father-in-law gave me a second one, mm. I still spent money on this one. Yeah. But I did that not when winter started, because yeah. then they're expensive. Yeah. So I did yeah. that in January. Yeah. I went and I looked, and, and I even had Sean looking for one. Mm. Um, you, you get a three fin one, mm -hmm. which is the one I actually want. Because mm -hmm. yeah, then it won't be. But anyway, long story short, you put that under there and you saw the two molds here they are. Okay. So those are now lying in my skin with the mm -hmm. heater from the bottom, mm -hmm. which gets me close to 22 degrees Celsius, ah. which is better. Which is better. And it, it just says that the curing time will not be. So I can't take these out of the mold according to the specification uh, for. 24 hours it'll set in an hour and a half at 25 degrees celsius mm -hmm. uh this morning which was uh, 11 hours later it mm -hmm. still hadn't set but yeah. because it's cold oh. um even hitting it with a heat gun made it set almost instantly mm. hmm. interesting yeah but will it will it sit so i like experimenting mm -hmm. so um that was my, my half an hour mm -hmm. this morning um not doing anything but playing with that and then uh, I had to get back to work, but then you guys were scheduled to be here. Right. Yeah. So Question. after this, mm -hmm. um, I need to go and uh, check up on castings mm -hmm. that were done this morning yeah. mm -hmm. uh, by uh, Tulu and Steve. Mm -hmm. uh, so furnace castings. Um, then based on that, I will set the targets for them for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But seeing that I can't be there, they can't cast. Mm -hmm. So they're busy cutting grass. Mm -hmm. So aside from me doing my thing, I need to make sure that my entire team is busy and doing making me money thing. and yeah. being productive. Yeah. Because employees being employees, and no disrespect to anyone, mm -hmm. but this is how I treat every employee, mm -hmm. is I want to pay you 10 Rand, mm -hmm. but I want 2,000 2, Rand's of performance only. Mm -hmm. Yeah? So for instance, uh, Sean, let's take Sean as an example. Mm -hmm. uh, brilliant person, he's my cousin, and if I didn't like him, he wouldn't be working yeah. It's easy as that. Yeah. Okay, and we've now been 
worked together for on off about four years. Um, he came in to help me today welding up forges, furnaces. Do you hear the welder running? Not, not at the moment. Okay, so then I would get up and go and see why is the welder not running? Yes. What is he doing? Yes, mm. yes, yes. Yeah. Probably <laughs> he's he's trying to stay really quiet so <laughs> yeah. this. but you understand yeah. what I'm saying so yeah, yeah. he has got a task um, I know he's competent and he's been doing this for years and years and years yes. but as I am now working getting into filing or whatever or uh, yeah. uh, I don't know uh, yesterday I spent time redesigning my newsletter yes okay because right. it's something that has to be done but yes. I don't want to sit down and just do everything in one go because mm. I only allocated two hours for it Mm. So I did the graphics, the overall design, mm. uh, the, the day before, and then yesterday I cut it up and did the, the HTML and uploaded it into uh, a MailChimp. So there's a lot, there's a lot of small different tasks, mm. but like in any business, I only allocate X amount of time to it mm. because I still need to manufacture. Mm. I can't just do everything and anything yes. that mm. makes me happy. I can't just be making knives because I need to sell the knives. I need to sell the knives to willing buyers, but I need to build up a media presence, yes. people wanting, that are interested in what I'm doing, mm. so that I can sell the knife at the yes. end of the day. Mm. Yes. Um, as opposed to most knife makers where they make a piece, take photos of it, and then fuck the fucking internet with it, and hope and pray someone will buy it. Mm. They're not actively marketing. Yes. They are printing business cards and keeping it in their drawers, mm. and uh, every now and then when they go to the shops, they'll they'll just... Randomly at a robot go, hey, you want a, want a business card? Want a business card? Want a business card? And mm. no one will fucking take it. Because mm. it's, it's... They're not interested in it. That's yeah, why. It's for show. It's not for, yes. for actual uh, purpose. Yeah, but, but posting a photo of a knife that you have for sale in a knife maker's group mm. is like going to a, I don't know, a, con a convention mm. where they are selling printers. And try and sell a and, printer. And no, and handing out pamphlets mm. of you selling printers. Mm. First thing of business you need to realize is if you want to position your company mm. where all your competition is, you've missed the fucking point. Mm. You're the new guy. Yeah. Competing with the old dogs <coughs> that already have market share. Mm. Yes. So you now need to focus on market penetration. And that is expensive. And as a young maker that barely can afford the tools, you don't have fucking money to spend on marketing. So you have to be clever. Mm. And being clever is not having a website. Everyone has a website. Mm. Being clever is not having an Instagram account or a Facebook account mm. or getting access into all of these other knife making groups and selling your shit in there. Mm. There's no knife buyers and knife making groups. Mm. Yeah? The exception is that other knife makers do buy knives. Mm. Yeah. So what do you do? You have to. What do you do? No, I don't. Don't expect an answer. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? You can't do what I do, because that's me. Mm. The world's thank. Well, the world thanks my parents every single day that there's only one of them. Yeah. Mm. My wife says that every single night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad there's only one of you. I'm glad there's yeah. only one of you. I can only take so much. Exactly. <laughs> so trying to emulate what I've done will only get yeah. you there, but understanding why I've done something. Mm -hmm. 
then you can apply it because you understand why mm. I did mm. what I did to get to the result. Mm. And for me, Instagram and Facebook is two different monsters. Mm. Instagram, I don't sell anything, mm. nothing. But I will promote people selling my stuff. Mm-hmm. Other people selling my stuff, mm-hmm. I will promote. Mm-hmm. Building relationships. Mm-hmm. But Instagram for me is showing what I'm doing, what mm-hmm. is in this thing that is Black Dragon mm-hmm. Forge and what's happening. That builds an audience of people that want to see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and it's fairly effective. There are a lot of people. Because when I actually have something for sale, mm-hmm. and the last or two years, I think I've had two things up for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one I ended up giving away, mm-hmm. um, which is the one guy really wanted it. Mm-hmm. He really, really, really wanted it. I eventually shipped it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when it came to pay, I said, you know what? You're the only guy that was so persistent over a period of six months. Mm-hmm. He kept on haunting me. I, I promise you, every single Tuesday, I got mm-hmm. a message from him. How's it going with my knife? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And I eventually just gave it to him because he really wanted that knife. Mm. Mm. And um, I, I believe that when he went to Blade Show, he took that knife with as his as EDC. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He literally carries it, which, which makes brilliant. me proud. It makes it's me proud. really, really proud. And it's not one of our best pieces ever. Mm. Um, but it was the last piece I did for last year, you know, that small little integral. Um, yes. Uh, no yes, yes, yes. That's 51, 61. No, no, um, the, so, Sabian Silver Steel. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. with the M1 in it. Yeah. Yes. And that hammer was brilliant up to the point where I tempered it. When I started polishing it, uh, mm. the harmon faded. Oh, shit. It is there. You can mm. see it. But this is more experimenting that mm. I need to do on, on uh, um, Sabian Silver Steel. I think mm. I might have polished it too fine. Mm. What yeah, my etching that? regime, 1,200. Mm. My etching regime, or not fine enough, I don't know. Mm. But my etching regime for uh, Damascus and mm. carbon steels, well, I say general carbon mm. steels, uh, the 10 series steels versus now um, uh, mm. and silver steel is obviously not working. Mm. So that is something I need to go and, and work on. But I enjoyed making that one. Will I make more? No. Why? Because it takes too much time. Mm. The amount of time that I spend on making one of those, Mm. I can do a stiletto dagger, which is three days, Mm. um, and get real money for it. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. 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 Mm. So your reason for doing daggers, besides that you like making them, is? I like making them. And I get to decide what I make. Because I don't take orders, because as soon as I take your money, I work for you based on my definition of working for a boss is someone mm. that pays me to do shit that I don't want to do. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That's true. So I make every single piece for myself. Mm. And when I'm happy with it, then I'll put it aside. Like that one there. Mm. It's a part. It's yeah. not even in one piece. Mm. And the reason I keep it like that is if it's one piece, everyone that walks in here wants to pick it up and swing mm. it around and yeah. pretend to mm. stab yes. someone. And, when it's in yeah. pieces, no one wants to touch it. Like, yeah, yeah. Carefully. Yeah. You saw me when it's I came. It's still in progress. Yeah. I was like, don't oh, touch man. it. Don't fuck with it. Just put the thing together. Done. Mm. And, and play with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you stab someone, you get blood on it. Just wipe it off before it starts etching the blade. Yeah. Don't mess them off the floor. Yeah. That's don't it. And if you do, know where the towels are so you can clean it up. Don't yeah, get yeah. blood on me because that's going to get my wife angry with me. Mm. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. the logical things mm-hmm. the logical things. Um, but planning my day early on in my career um, Thank you, and, sure. and that was still when I was in, in IT I don't want to say IT uh, yeah, in design in yeah, right. development in project management business analysis mm. 
project management was what I did. Mm. I earned good money over maybe six or seven years doing project management. Well, that's what we um, wanted to get into and, as well. And that helped with planning my day. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because so you were, how many years were you in project development? Project management, probably six, seven years. Project management. Yeah. Six years. Six to seven years, Six yeah. Six to seven years. That's a long time. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Fuck no. <laughs> the money was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But you, that, I think My that's... tax back then was more what the average salary for an employee is now. Mm. <laughs> Dude, it was making serious money. Yeah. Serious money. Yeah. Well, my daughter yeah. is a... Well, she's almost finished her articles for auditing and she's probably going to be a partner in the next couple of months. And then she was talking to me about what his salary is going to be. And it's like, what the fuck did I do engineering? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, she said but she, I do believe it. Sorry, man. She's going to be making stupid money. And uh, she said she's going to help me in the workshop. With equipment. No, tell her to, to just for the first, mm. I don't know. This is something that my dad told me, which I've never, I could never do. Um, I just don't have the mm. self-discipline, mm. but my kids are good with it because we've drummed it into them like brushing your teeth. It's just yeah. something you have to do is taking a third of your salary mm. and putting it in a savings account. Oh, mm. that's a plan. A third of your salary. Because mm. it's nice saying, hey, I earned a thousand rand, <clears throat> but it's better to just spend mm. 666 of it, mm. taking the other money and putting it away. Mm. Why? Because I ain't going to buy him a fucking car. Yeah. 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 My parents did, didn't buy me a car. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to help him mm. get from point A to point B. Mm. This is why we sold everything and bought this property, mm. which is larger than the fucking suburb I stayed in. Mm. Yeah. Your biggest investment ever will be your house, mm. according to the people that we should be caring about. Yeah. So buying a house is the most amount of money that you're ever going to spend. Mm. <clears throat> Maybe you're an average gambler. Oh, I <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, um, our thinking was I'd much rather buy this property, suffer for 10, 15 years paying mm. it off. And when it's done, mm. that's what I can leave my kids. Yeah. 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 Aside from money that they can spend, blah, 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 is a property that is actually worth a <laughs> <laughs> a crap house full of money. Of money yeah. yeah, and, and we, we crunched the numbers. I mean, going anywhere in the world, relocating, I will not be able to afford or even get a tenth of what I have here. Yeah. With the quality of life. Yes. It's yes. just mm. impossible. Yeah. It's not to say I'm not going to do it. Mm. Yeah. Why? Because I'm just stupid like that. <laughs> I like to do stupid yeah. things. So, my, my plan, mm. long term. Mm. Is and I do believe you, you've heard me say this work with a plan, work with a plan. That's the drawings behind you. There's a plan, and then we just make it. Yes. And uh, someone says, Well, hey, why don't you change this? And you go, Oh, that's not a crap idea. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Overlay, change the plan. Yes. Eventually, you go, and, and that thing will sit at the back of your head, mm. and, 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 and it'll nag you, nag you, nag you, and you refine that part, mm. part of the plan a bit more. And eventually, plop, there's two or three different daggers based on it. Yes. Um, same thing in life. So, the long term plan is for as soon as my little one, who's a little one, he's 15. He's not little anymore. Yeah. He's almost as tall as I am. But for the rest of his yeah. life, we'll be the little one, yes? Mm. Bro, bro. Yeah. Where the oldest one is bro. Mm. Yeah. And I'm bro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, so 
as soon as he's done with school, mm. they've got a place to stay. Yeah. It'll be paid off. Yeah. I'm out of here, man. Mm. Told them they're welcome to come with. Plan oh. is to spend at least six months of the year traveling. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I'm not just going and fucking visiting sites. Uh, mm. I want to set up a shop in the States. That's a brilliant idea. Because I want to do at least one knife which says made in the USA. Why? Because right. that is a big thing. Yeah. Well, that's... if For my market, uh, that is a big thing. Well, what's it? Jocko Willink, um, his whole thing behind his origin partnership for clothing and stuff is made in the USA. But the, that's every single manufacturer in the US is claiming to fame. Yeah. Well, I say claim to fame, but it, it, it's a big draw card. Because purchase. the uh, philosophy, the purchasing mentality mm. is supporting local. Yes. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. Oh, fuck, you're too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. How many guys have you got that you know, your friends that mm. own their own companies that you actually support? In South Africa, it's a yeah. sickness. Yeah. Yeah. You know someone that, mm. that starts a new company and mm. family, a friend, a good mate. You want discount? No, you're the last fucking person yeah. to buy from that, them. To yeah. buy from them. Yeah. 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 Where in the rest of the world, people will support that guy if mm. you can't buy from him and help him promote it. Mm. Give me a couple of flyers. Tell right. his mates at a bri, wherever. I, yeah. Do you know that Tim started this knife making mm. thing? Have you checked his knife? Mm. Do you own one? Man, I wish I had the money to buy one. Mm. I, honestly, I do because of this and this and this and this, mm. which just proves that you are bought into what he's doing. 100% bought yeah. into it. I would so, take a knife right now if I could have. Taking that whole mm. principle, yeah. buying into it mm. and applying it to marketing. Because mm. people don't buy products, <coughs> they buy people or brands. No. Mm. Brands have just gone and realized one little thing. Mike, do they sell? Nike, do they sell shoes? No, they sell them. No, they don't sell the image. What do they sell? Lifestyle. No. They sell success in sports. That's what they sell. Okay, right. That's right. That's right. That feeling of being successful on the football field. It's like what I say about guys. Just do it, man. Just fucking do it. It's like what I say about the guys in the bushcrafting community, like the posers. It's like if you're not wearing flipping. It's like fiel riven pants and fiel riven backpacks, and you know, bushcrafter. But it's like, <laughs> fuck that shit, man. It, it's like going to Huntex <laughs> and not having camo on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. the only guy without camo. Oh. Yeah. So essentially, you're the only guy there. Yeah. You're not going to see the other guys. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, why, that's why you shouldn't wear a, a camo Huntex because the people will see you then. <laughs> yeah, but then you get all, then you're the guy that ends up with all the fucking flyers. Yeah. But <laughs> to get back to the slot, understanding what other companies have done yeah, and really understand mm-hmm. not just taking the mindless babble of fucking some other dude on the internet that told you, Oh, this is why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. McDonald's not selling burgers. What are they? What's the game that they cholesterol? No fucking property. <laughs> property. Property. How so? You think they rent the properties that the stores own? Do they own them? Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shit. All right. Why is Bill Gates buying up all the farms in the US? Because <coughs> he's got the bucks. No, it's... <coughs> uh, off topic. Yeah. But you understand where I'm going. Mm. If you put your company exactly where the other guys are in this game, 
you're losing the point. You're, mm-hmm. you're losing the, the, the game immediately. Yeah. You are not. You're you're a new guy that started out. You're not the fucking Picasso or Nightmaker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah? Yes. 100%. The skill of design has to be learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? You need to fail. You need to fail often because if yes. you don't fail, you're not mo- making you progress. You're not learning anything new. Yeah. You're not Listening to other knife makers that do a better job than you and really listening. In other words, if the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yes. Getting a mindset, mm. understanding where every single knife maker came from before they got into knife making and levering off of that knowledge mm. is more important than learning the knife making skill from someone that just started. But every single knife maker, doesn't matter what the experience level in knife making is, can teach you something. Yes. And if you're willing to sit back and listen to those guys, yes. listen to the auditor. Mm. You understand? With yeah. what software package mm. you should be using to run your knife making business on. Mm. Putting systems in place, as opposed to me working on fucking Excel, mm. where I literally told the one guy for 200 rand, purchase he wanted an invoice and told him i'll charge you an extra fucking 50 rand just because i have to go and generate that invoice you mm. dumbass just mm. here's the money here's the product take give me cash mm. done yeah put yeah. a system in place and follow the system mm. done trust the system and for an extra fee you'll put the price on that you you're telling your wife you're paying for it. no just give <laughs> you a letter saying that you want it <laughs> Yeah, there's no invoicing, there's no nothing. You can mass produce those. <laughs> and well, I have <laughs> made money off of selling that little letter. Yeah. 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 Making money is stupid easy. Mm-hmm. Making large amounts of money becomes more difficult. Yeah. But holding on to that money is with difficult parts. So a couple of years ago, this is actually about 10, 12 years ago, I went to my auditor and saying, look. How do I make more money? And he said, the question you should be asking is, how do you keep the money in your fucking account? Because you're making a good amount of money, mm. but it's not staying there for long. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, well, um, uh, so I ended up going to him for an hour a week, one, one day, an hour. Mm. And we'll discuss something. So he had time to analyze my account mm. um, and, and saw that I was drawing a lot of cash. Mm. So he wanted to know what the cash is. Saying, well, I always need cash. He says, why do you need cash? Because cash enables you to buy impulsively. Yes. Mm. That's why I never keep cash in my wallet. No, I always have cash. No, I don't keep cash in my wallet always, because... Always, always have cash. I have Not large amounts, but I, I always have cash. Uh, my wife and my kids. Oh, we just need 50 rand. And then it's gone. And I don't know what happened to it. So... <laughs> We're not going to get into it. Yes, they bleed you dry, man. <laughs> but I do spoil it. Why? Because I can. Mm. Uh, but... Understanding these different aspects will help you set a strategy in place. And it's called the strategy for a fucking reason. There's a lot of planning behind it. If you don't know what you're doing, then realize that you don't know what you're doing. Don't just blindly follow other guys. Mm. Rather go and saw me on Skillshare this morning. We talked about Aperture. Aperture. Okay. And immediately I made a little note. I went on to Skillshare. Oh, crap. There's a lot of videos on Aperture. But it's on classical cameras. Not not phone, my cell phone thingy. So what I need to do is find something that will help me understand depth of field better mm. and just quickly do the settings on my phone so I can get better quality photos, which will portray on Instagram and on Facebook and build a better quality brand. It's mm. not going to do anything for the brand Black Dragon Forge. Mm. 
but I'll get better stock photos of what I'm doing that I could be using on other avenues. Mm. All of a sudden, in my Instagram feed, I've got better quality images of what I'm doing. Mm. Uh, later on, on the teaching side of things, mm. whatever I learn now on my cell phone will relate onto the capturing of the, the tutorials mm. that I'm doing. Mm. And we'll create better quality imagery. Um, understanding how these little webcams work versus a fucking 50,000 Rand mm. camera, which I'm now contemplating buying because I want better quality footage. Mm. Mm. Yeah, how many kidneys you got spare for the case? No, no, no. That, that, that's the thing. We, as soon as I've decided, look, I'm going to buy this, buy this thing, you need to figure out a plan to get the money for that. Mm. So I need to save. Mm. Because I'm not going to do just two extra knives that will give me the money. It's just a, a major fell fire. Um, so the road you came in, mm -hmm. that entire property on the left is apparently on, on fire at the moment. Well, we saw, when we came in, we saw that way. Yes, it jumped the river and it's now on his property. Sure he's gone over the side. Um, but uh, un unless uh, someone phones me in the area, then... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But we will, after this, just go and... And drive in that direction, go and figure it out. Yeah. 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 Do you need to get check it out now? No, no, okay. no, no. It's, okay. it's literally like three point something kilometer. No, two point something kilometers away from me at the moment. Yeah, look pretty far. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not the only uh, landowner in the area. Yes, yeah? yes, yes. yes. No, it's yeah. a different thing when you're living. When I stayed on a plot out at Dronkerhoek, um, when you're in that plot community or farm community, when there's a fire, everybody around the area goes to sort it out because it affects everybody. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what we're now doing is we have a, a fire group mm -hmm. um, and uh, I haven't monitored it, but that's where my wife picked up on it. Mm -hmm. um, but she did say that the, the guys are looking at it, so mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, but I will not blindly just ignore it. We will go and have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But as soon as that, uh, unless I get phone calls saying, hey, dude, come, come, yeah. come, come, yeah. we, we need assistance, then, yeah. then we'll definitely pop it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, okay, so, so what was, what's the next question? Well, well I, w I wanted to just get into something based on what you were talking about earlier. Is like, so I'm, I'm obviously, what you were talking about earlier is that I'm a newbie. I'm a, mm -hmm. I'm a real newbie. Right? I've been taking... With regards to what? Knife making. Okay. Knife making, right? So I've taken an apprenticeship with Jack and learning a lot there and, and so on and so forth. But I'm still not anywhere near where I want to be. But in the meantime, what I've spoken to you about earlier was that I've made a production knife that I'm working on at the moment. Yes. I've made a couple of renditions of it already and just trying to work out what's going to be the most cost-effective way to make it and so on and so forth. But I'm wanting to group that with the, the bushcrafting side of things. So it's like you do the bushcrafting courses, but you also have the product to back that up. So you're creating a need for the product that you're selling. No, there's no need for the product that you're selling. You're creating something that is not a need, but a want. Mm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And with you, you can justify using that and selling and coupling with the bushcraft thing um, will make it more legit because you made the, the knife and you're now backing it with a... Bushcrafting bladder, background. Bladder, bladder, bladder. But... In all reality, I can take pretty much any knife and call it a bushcraft knife. It'll suck in certain aspects mm. and others not. Same mm. as the knife that you create. Because mm. there is no one knife no. rules them all. No. Fucking thing. No. No. no, there is. The, the well, there is. It's called the butter mm. knife. 
I'm uh, being dead serious, dude. Do you see people using steak knives as screwdrivers? No. Well, there's yeah. a butter knife that yeah. managed to cross do that crossover, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's it, the the bushcrafting knife. Here's the thing about gear and bushcraft and any fucking. Isn't thing it that just a fucking into. knife? It's well, look. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, yes. From having a bushcrafting background, there are certain blade shapes that are more beneficial for bushcrafting than other blade shapes. You'll need to convince me, man. I'll need to convince you, but you'll need to come on a course. Mm-hmm. Yeah? What What is a general task? Let's say you're not going to use a knife to chop down a fucking mm-hmm. tree. That's, you, that's why well, you shouldn't. Well, you shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't. I should also I not bump my head against yeah. a fucking I've, wall I've, trying I've, to hand sand a knife. I've yeah. cut a tree down with a knife, but it's not, it's not the most efficient way to do it. Yeah, but when, when people say, sorry, I've, I've got a real issue with yes. guys generalizing. Okay. Really, really. Mm-hmm. So saying bushcrafting, that's why I'm showing me, tell me a toss. Making the statement of certain blade shapes work better in bushcrafting than others is like saying, I don't know, some cars are better than others. In what situation? But that's the thing. It's in what situation? So this is what give me an example we, of a bushcraft. Okay, task. so Morska Hansky. Do you know Morska Hansky? No. Okay, so he passed away probably about two years ago. He was one of the most prolific bushcrafter, bushcrafting instructors for probably about yeah, irrelevant. Give me a task. Years. Give me a task. He said a puko shaped knife. Yes. Is one of his favorite knives for bushcrafting. Yes. Okay. Because he Most says... Most important words there, his favorite. His favorite. I'm asking. Yes. Give me an example of a bushcrafting task. task. So, bushcrafting task. Creating a so, feather stick. Creating a feather stick. But what do you have to do to create a feather stick? Sometimes you have to baton pieces of wood so that you can split them down. So, if that's a task that you're going to do with your axe, I'm making kindling... Fine. Creating a feather stick you want is what? You create Getting a piece of stick. Yeah. How do I get the stick? I don't care. A oh, specific bushcraft task, mm. for instance, creating a mm. feather stick. Yes. Sharp knife, cut it. Yes. Splints. Yes. And the aim behind creating that fire st- or that feather stick is to easily light a fire. Yes. Okay, with your big lighter. Because yeah. I can't do the Bushman thing. Uh, you can't do the Bushman thing. <laughs> but yes, only because yes, I haven't been talking. Yes, no. Here's the whole so point behind the, hold, the, hold up. Okay. The reason I ask that question mm. is the same reason if Tim would come to me and saying, look, I want you to make a knife. So mm. what's the function? Mm-hmm. Bushcrafting. Yes. That, that's fucking no. Give me a task. Creating a feather stick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can create a knife that'll cut wood in mm. small little angles. Mm-hmm. And a reverse single bevel, I believe, would do brilliantly based on whether you're right or left-handed. Mm. Yeah, so creating a left-handed bevel knife for mm. you when you're right-handed to create a feather stick mm. will kill those feathers nicely. Yes. Mm. Yeah, but that's really now specific, and I can yeah. see where the the, <clears throat> the uh, Finnish craft knife, or the yeah. puko, yeah. will work brilliant because of the, the, the short angle the of the cut. Mm. Yes. And this, but this according to me, cutting meat bevel. with that knife will suck. Yes, but but that's the thing. It's not a hunting knife. It's not for. No, no, there is no such thing as a fucking hunting knife. Yeah. How many knives do you go, guys? Do you know that run they, around yeah, the felt stabbing animals yes. to death with a knife? I that's know. a hunting knife. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Hunting knife Skinny is one against Skinner. 
Right. Skinner, yeah. will you butter your... No. Okay, no, so no. It's a, that, that's one it's, night. It's, it's one night, but this is what you said earlier. There is no one knife that's perfect for everything. Yes. So that, 100% but agree with that. But the bushcrafters are the same as the hunters. We're trying to do one knife that fits all look, of them. Look, yes. There are some guys out Just there who are trying... hard time. You realize no, that? No, no, I, right? I, I, I realize that. Yeah. But it's like there's guys out there who... All I'm trying to do here is the same as in business. Mm. Sorry for my French, but fuck whatever everyone else is doing. Mm. What do you see in your design for brute crafting on that knife? That hasn't been done five million fucking times already. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Otherwise, you could use any knife. Yeah. And if it wow. breaks, then use another one. Yeah. Wow. Same brand. Because if I break a 200 rand knife on a camping weekend, mm-hmm. I'm not going to cry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I used the Morris before. They're, they're good knives. They're good knives. And since you gave me that small little one a couple of years yeah, ago, yeah. I went out and replaced all the steak knives in my house. Yeah, yeah, All mirrors. Yeah, yeah, All of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great knives. They're great knives. But my kitchen, the, the chef's knives, although we've got no chefs in our house, we <coughs> freaking, yeah. it's the fun about action together, <laughs> knife family, yeah. Um, we have kitchen knives, one that I made 10 plus years ago. Mm. Yeah. Kitchen knife shaped object. It cuts. That's the only thing. Yeah. Uh, carbon steel, 1070, Hamon, I think it looks nice. Well, I, I thought it looked nice back then. Mm. I've sold probably two, 300 of that design mm. over. Like I said, I stopped making them about 10 years ago. Mm. Um, so that's my only knife that I actually use mm. that I've ever made. Mm. Um, and I made it so that we can stick it through dishwashers. And see what the effect was mm. on carbon steel. Mm. And it's got uh, brass pins and it's got uh, black ivory handles. Mm. Uh, the glue is um, practically clear. Okay. The, the pins haven't been domed. The only saving grace. And that thing has gone through a dishwasher twice a week for the last 10 years. Cheaters. Mm. Black ivory. It's done nothing. The blade is rusted to fucking smithereens, dude. Mm. It's got its patina came off two or three times because <laughs> the 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 cycle yeah. is what kills it. Yeah, it's the lazy ass human that owns the fucking dishwasher. Because mm. you put it in, do it, and then that thing stands there for the entire yeah. night because you yeah. load the dishwasher before you go to the office. Mm. And you come back if you remember because mm. you've got no teaspoons or no plates. Then you'll yeah. open it up. And oh yeah, this is yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. But if it goes to the cycle, when the cycle's done, you take it out and you dry it off. It'll be brilliant. Mm. But the soap has also got an abrasive compound to it, so it's it's the fucking soap has got an abrasive it compound. It has. It knocks. It 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 bluntens your edge. Where the fuck did you hear that? 100%, bro. 100%. 100%. Dude, I've got a knife, like I've just explained to you, that's gone through... Mm. Well, maybe your knives are just better. Dishwasher. It's carbon steel. (laughs) If the salt or the whatever corrodes the edge of your knife, I'm going to say maybe that knife is number one, not fucking E3. Yeah? Mm. It's the same as saying, Kydex scratches my knife. No. Kydex... Sand in your... Kydex sheath. Yes, whatever crap yes. in there is what's scratched. Because yeah. if the Kydex itself no. scratches your knife, yeah. it's too soft. Fork man, you need to get more better steel. Yeah. 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 If cutting meat dulls your blade, mm. you need to change your fucking butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's not the meat cutting. Yeah. It's the idiot using the knife cutting yeah. through the meat and into his fucking ceramic plate yes. that dulls yes. the, the knife. Yes. It's a pit hate. Yes. Understanding mm. the situation or the application. Yes. Then you can come up with a remedy. Yes. Yes. You yes. understand what I'm saying? Or you can build something that is custom. Well, that's for that. That's, and that's what whole, I'm saying. Give me a task. That's the whole idea behind the bushcrafting thing because there's many tasks to accomplish within the bushcrafting subject. Yes. Right. So you've got things like, let's say, for example, what we were talking about earlier was the feather stick. Right? Yes. Now, in a situation where you would use a feather stick, and this is this goes behind the whole concept of it, why would you use a feather stick? Well, in a fucking wet environment where your thin sticks are probably going to be fully damp yeah. in a wet environment, you want to take a larger piece of wood, split it down where it's possibly going to be drier yeah. inside, Take that down, split it down to kindling, and then make like further feathers so that it cre creates further su surface area so that it can dry out easier. Yeah. And that a flame can dry it out enough to start the ignition. Yeah. Right? So that's the whole point behind it. So you have to baton it, you have to carve it down, you have to do all of these things. So, what is the best knife for that? So that's where designing knives and coming up with it based on the knowledge that you've got of the bushcraft background and saying, okay, now I want to make the most optimum knife for this application. Yes. And then you've got to put it through its trials and, and say, okay, this knife fails here, but it does well here. How can I make it better? And go through that, that process. I hear what you're saying, but I yeah. still don't agree. <laughs> In what I'm, I'm sorry, man. What, um, what I sense? would much rather use a machete. To cut okay. down and process the piece mm -hmm. to the point where I can now use a really, really sharp edge, small, nimble knife to create the feather stick. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying. So that means I need to carry a machete mm -hmm. as well as a small little knife. Mm -hmm. Well, there's something so called... So, for the... it. Mm -hmm. do I then... Through my bushcraft practicing, it makes more sense to carry an axe yes. rather than a machete. Yes. So there would be no need for me to baton. Well, it depends on environment as well. Mm. Because yes. your environment dictates what you're going to carry. Yeah, but we're in Africa, man. We're not in the yeah, fucking rainforest I'm, I'm, somewhere. I'm, mm. I'm saying for people who are listening, which yeah, yeah, yeah. Is worldwide, right? Look, I'm, I'm so, just playing devil's yeah. advocate. I need yeah. to understand and I've so, got no insight into the craft. Well, let me, let me, let me so I've learned you. something about the feather sticks thing, <laughs> yeah? So, and I appreciate that. So, so the thing is, you're welcome. So the thing is here with, with, with the bushcrafting, there's, it's not just the knife. That's that's a survival thing. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. a tool. That's bullshit, right? So bushcrafting is very different to survival in the sense that bushcrafting is like, it's more of a hippie way of survival. It's like, we're at one with the land. We know about the land. We understand the land. We can use the land. You I'm, know? It's like, like, I'm not going to take like a that. spoon. I'm going to make a spoon. I'm going to carve a spoon, right? Right? So I the, forged the spoon. The, I don't know where to go. So this is the whole thing about it. It's like there's now it's like, okay, so you don't only carry your knife. There's something called the five tool rule. Yeah, five tool. So five tool rule is like it's your, your five cutting tools that you'll carry. It's getting way too long, man. It's getting way too long. Damn no, it. Let me just finish this. So you got your... <laughs> So I don't think we, we've actually answered any of the questions you had. Mm. I'm sorry, Matt. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go to the surefire stick five, to the points now. Five, five tool rule. You got your axe. You got your saw, which is all these are cutting implements. Yeah. You got your belt knife. You got something like a marketogan, which might be something like a spoon knife. 
that you can do carving with, and then you've got something like an awl that you can punch holes with and okay. things like that. So those are all, that's the five tool rule. It's like those five tools, you should be able to accomplish most of your bushcrafting experience through those five tools. If you know how to use them correctly. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. It's like... That's the long and the short of bushcrafting. And it goes down to life. Is, is what, what, what burdens are you willing to carry? to carry? Yes. So to bring that back to your design. Mm, yes. So it's any that. knife will do. No. No, no. I'm saying any knife will do. Why? Because the bushcrafting thing is only one single selling point of the knife. Do you understand what I'm saying? So now you've got bushcrafting as a sales avenue or a, a selling, talking, and using point and possibly yes. bringing in a class yes. into this entire marketing thing. Yes. Okay. So bushcraft, one avenue. Yes. What's the others? You can't call it a bushcrafting knife. Because the guy that wants a hunting knife ain't gonna, he doesn't want to fucking know anything about a mm. bushcraft knife. But that's not the market I'm trying to hit. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? You're not trying to hit a market because you don't know what the fucking market is. That's the point I'm trying to make. Mm. So you can but, use it, you can use the bushcrafting as an avenue to sell that production knife. Yes, I, I understand that. Yeah, understand but the bushcrafting, you, if you're now making a bushcrafting knife, you're cutting your potential sales market to less than one percent i understand it but we only talking about this one specific design I've okay got so many... why have we spent so much time on this one because it's it's a passionate design that i've got passion made the, de the decision yeah. already that yeah, business yeah. has got no place with passion mm. business is business yeah emotion making the thing doesn't exist the warm and fuzzy feeling you get once you've made it, that, that's done once you've sold it. Mm. Well, there is no room for emotion in a business decision. Yeah. Yes. And the, the hang-ups you have from making the knife, and I'm calling it hang-ups for lack of other words, the hang-ups or the drawbacks you have as a maker is you get emotionally invested in the piece. Mm. And while you're making it, you're in your own head trying to think of ways of selling it. Mm. All right. It's clear bushcraft is one avenue. Mm. One avenue. Okay, so from a marketing perspective, it is not the one you should be hitting because mm. it's 1% of your potential market has even yes. heard of bushcrafting and is interested in a bushcraft knife. Mm. 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 True. So, True. Make a financial, shift. make a knife. Mm. Mm. Don't give it a name. Mm. Mm. And if you give it a name, give it the T1, the trend one. TTS model yeah, one. Don't don't go Black Dragon Forge fucking model blah 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 like it's I did. Honey yeah, from the D one right through to the D twenty six is mm. where we ended up. Jesus. Yeah. Mm. And on the D two, I had to explain that it wasn't the fucking steel. That mm. was the model name, the Dragon two. The Dragon two. Yeah. Because it was lazy ass. Mm. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, I had I had one semi production knife which was called the Raiden because the guy who ordered the first one <laughs> Raiden, was yeah. Raiden. Yeah. That that's dumb. Well, it's a cool name because it's... Yeah, it's a cool name. Same as Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And that dude had fucking magic and he dude, could... we are going to do for Brooklyn Knife Show, we're going to do a knife called the Gandalf. No, I mean... And I'm, that's what's going to happen, bro. Hold on. You come guys on. put to come to come together, mm. did the fucking fricky or the Jeffrey, whatever. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. And you made one of them. Mm -hmm. You had an entire campaign going, building up to Brooklyn Knife mm -hmm. Show, and once mm -hmm. that knife was done, you just let it go. All the energy invested in marketing that thing mm -hmm. went out the fucking tubes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That is a brilliant knife. People know the Jeffrey. Mm. I personally think it's the weirdest fucking name ever, but <laughs> I understand the rationale and it's part of the thing why it, why it became yeah. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why have you made more? Yeah. Apparently you don't need money. You're financially in the bin. Yeah, we Why don't you just do a smaller, more production, scaled-down version that you can actually we, make in four hours? We should. Yeah. And sell it for 600 Rand. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Why yeah. do I say 600 Rand? People think 600 Rand and thinking, fuck, no, I don't want to make a cheap-ass knife. But you sell more of them. <gasps> and what are you trying to do? You're trying to sell volume. Exactly. Yeah. Why? Because you want to make money. No. Because no, you want to get your name out. Exactly. Well, you also want to make money. Well, that's based on the first one. Yes. If you've done the costing, you can make mm. a knife in four hours, and the average cost of your your uh, steel is ten rand mm. for that knife. You're going to make fucking money selling yeah. at six hundred rand. Yeah, that's yeah. why France. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Is doing those pocket fixes and those little daggers. Why? Because it's quick and easy. No, no, that you think. Have you spoken to him and asked him why he's building those knives? Hmm. Who are you selling those knives to? He's selling them through African custom. No, no, he's selling them local. There's just one avenue. Okay. He's not making a knife specifically for African custom knives that they mm. can resell. It's just the knife they happen to like and he's supplying mm. it. Mm. Mm. Understanding why people are doing things mm. versus thinking that, you know, mm. I mean, mm. my dad had the same. And it's something that has pissed me off mm. millions of times over my lifetime. But I find myself repeating this quite often. It's either you think you know or you know. Mm. And if you think you know, know that you don't fucking know. <laughs> Easy example. How many chairs are at the top here? No idea. No idea. Yeah, you can guess. And that's what a lazy ass employee will do. Mm. I think there's 20. So get off your fucking lazy ass and go and count, count them it. so we all know. Mm. I wouldn't be asking the question if I didn't want the exact answer. Yes. You can't run a business mm. on guesswork. Mm. Some of it is done on guesswork. Mm. Okay, and that's why it's called a guesstimate. Because mm. I'm estimating, but there's a bit of guesswork in there. Yes, yes. yes. You understand what yes. I'm saying? This is when you run through that spreadsheet on costing. Mm. You kind of had to guess how many knives you'll be able to grind on a 36 because of beaten up before you start burning mm. the steel or burning your fingers mm. or... or the cost comparative comparison between getting a new belt in at X amount of money halfway through the life of this one mm. uh, because it'll speed up the production process. Mm. But by speeding up the process, you're also adding more money onto this specific knife, but it'll hopefully you can recost it or recoup it over mm. 10, 15 knives. Mm. So you're hoping mm. on that mm. when you do the initial calculation and when you do the first, second uh, beta build, mm. then then you can confirm what you're guessing was. Mm. And you get more accurate and more accurate and more accurate. By the time you've got 10, 20 of these things done, costings now, you mm. can take N690 and you know that the profile is done. I know that I'll be able to grind booking 20 knives with one belt. Mm -hmm. I know this because I've done this in the past and not trying to burn my fingers. I didn't overheat the blade at any single point of time. It never went over 120 degrees, blah, 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 because I kept on using fresh belts. <coughs> and those fresh belts, I knocked it down, uh, say, for instance, five clean spore blues mm. at 36 grit um, at uh, 48 rand, mm. or it's now 67 rand a belt versus uh, Acturots at 200 and something rand a belt. Mm. But on one Acturox, I could grind 20 mm. as opposed to blah, 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 blah. But at number 20, I was burning the edge. Mm. So is it worth spending the 200 rand where I can actually get four, let's call it 
four other other belts. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. So I because every quarter I get to grind with a new belt, or I can grind twenty knives with the same belt, but I know that the last two are going to be fairly dodgy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's also <laughs> so this fits the way that you work and your costing works. Mm. So this is that understanding and knowing. Mm. Yeah, and then so get back to your point. Design a knife that you can make in four hours. This is the challenge. Mm. Design a knife that you can make in four hours. Do the costing on it. Mm. And you realize that in four hours, you can sell a knife for 450 rand and actually make money off of it. Mm. And then see what else you can make in four hours to sell for the same amount of money. Mm. Four hours. <laughs> and then I can show you a little trick where... I spent 15 minutes making a set of dice out of 16 by 16 square bar and selling them for 150 rand for the two little dice. That is a 1,200% profit mm. in that. Oh, when it, the last, my last trip to the Looney Farm, I had to do the... And that is making money. I had to do a financial plan on. No. When you say for the to the loony pl loony, the psychiatric hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny for. I like it. It's funny for. Oh, okay. there's, yeah, there's yeah. interesting people there. It's like fucking your explanation of of what what's the other thing we were on about this when when you just came in. Where is the 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 ten year old glasses? Yeah, the ten year old glasses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like weird expression. Yes. It's weird expression. But I had to do the fina financial plan or yeah. a business plan for knife making because it's working at the null is going to kill me yes so i did it and then you start to work out because i i do i make tongs i make knives i'm not going to make hammers anymore it's just too much fucking work and then i want to make damascus because there's a revenue there's a market to sell damascus business yes until you crunch the numbers then that business will flat yeah so i had to do that plan then you start yes. seeing if if, the, if I can make five of those knives in a day, and this is my cost, yeah. I can make X amount of money per day. No, you can make X amount of money's worth of product a day. Yeah, X, yeah product a day, yeah. Because yes. the, the thing is, okay, I can Making make, it and selling it, two different fucking things. I can make all this stuff. It's like, I can make a set of tongs in an hour. Yes. So in a day, I can make eight to ten sets of tongs. Yes. But can I sell eight to ten sets of tongs a day? No. Yes. Because the, the market in South Africa isn't big enough? No. You haven't created the market. Saying that the market is not big enough, you've got no fucking clue. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the market is. Yes. And to try and market tongs overseas is stupid because... Well, shipping. Shipping. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Done. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. You, to, in order to ship overseas... No, no. Shipping. Just, just that's enough. Yeah. To, to sell something overseas, the product has got to be worth more than the shipping. Yep. Yeah. To ship... To the US from South Africa mm. per kilogram, $75. Oh, Jesus. I've done the costing. Mm. I ship four packages a month to the US. You know what you're talking about. Mm. I've done the costing. This yeah. is what mm. I do. This is how I earn my living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah. Knowing, not thinking. Yeah. 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 So that's why, so working through that financial plan, you can see what you can achieve in a month, but now you have to see. Okay, what can I actually sell in a month? No, that's a different problem. Mm. That's a, that's a different department's problem. 
departments probably. And that's the problem I have with financial plans, is mm. they, they don't account for real life. Mm. That's an accountant's view on a business health. Mm. Okay, you do a financial plan mm. to what? To achieve what? You want to go borrow money. You want to ask you for a financial plan. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Where do you get the guidelines for a financial plan? From a fucking bank. From a bank. Yeah. yeah so why would you want to base a business on a financial plan that you got from a bank that's only interested in keeping your money in, in your account for as long as possible mm. so that they can make money off mm. of lending mm. your money for other people mm. and then pay you meagerly interest on it? Mm. You understand mm. where I'm going? Yeah. So... Doing a base cost estimate, mm. re reverse engineering, and mm. saying, look, how much money do you need to maintain your current lifestyle? Yeah, that was part of the exercise. So, yeah. so how much money do you need? 100 rand. Yeah. Okay, so you need to know that. And 90% of the people listening to this don't know what they need by the end of the month. I know what I need because I had to sit down and work it out. Yes. Mm. What is the bare minimum I can get away with? And this means buying re-coffee and not... Token Nescafe, uh, Nescafe or yeah, Dauer or your your percolator or blah, blah, blah. What do you need? Not want. Mm. Need at the end of the month. Mm. Who is going to die if I don't have this? Mm. And as you can tell, I can, I, I can afford to skip a couple of meals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but doing that bare basic segment, mm. if, if it all goes pear-shaped mm. today, the end of the month, what do I need for me and my family to survive? Knowing that mm. is probably the most important thing in business. Mm. Then you know what you need to get to. Because we all have this misconception because because I get 20,000 Rand a month as a mm. salary, I need 20,000 Rand. Fuck you don't. You probably only need a third of that. Because mm. it's amazing if you only earn 5,000 Rand a month, you live on 5,000 Rand a month. Yes. And I mean, I've been working. And then you get a nice payday, you do a show or whatever, mm. and then you've got 25,000 Rand, and it won't last you five months. Mm. <laughs> it only lasts you like fucking your expenditure, Your expenditure rises to meet your income. Mm. And the more that, more that income rises, the more the expenditure rises. And, and it's not coupled, it mm. is completely disproportionate. Mm. Yeah. Completely disproportionate. Because yes. the more you earn, the more you qualify for credit, and the more you use on credit. And the more you use the credit, the more or the easier it becomes to spend money that you don't have. And that's how people fall into that little deep hole. Being there, don't have good t-shirts. Yeah, I'm, I'm there constantly. <laughs> well, one of the one of the guys I knew, his brother-in-law or something was in business. And the guy says, how do you sleep at night knowing you owe the bank like eight million? He says, Fucking easily. They were stupid idiots yeah. who gave me the money. Everything over a million is their problem, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, I think that was a great way to mm. to start and finish this podcast. Mm. Um, Nils, everybody knows where to find you. Yeah. But give a shout out to yourself. Uh, go on to Google, search mm. Nils from the back. Yeah. Black Dragon Forge. Yeah, don't even. My <laughs> man. Yeah, Black Dragon Forge. Uh, yeah. So on Instagram, at Black Dragon Forge. Mm. On uh, Facebook, um, uh, at Black Dragon Forge will get you my uh, company information mm. or Niels van der Berg. Um, I'm the guy in the photo swinging the hammer. There we go. Uh, and oh. Niels does courses. Uh, how many How many times a month? BlackDragonForge.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get all the information there. A quick question before we go. Yes, sir. When you're submitting for Master Smith, uh, as soon as the U.S. government will let me into uh, the the country okay. again, 
Um, so I could have done it three years ago, but then I had the shoulder industry and I was, uh, injury, and I decided to put it off for a year. Yeah. Uh, last year we got completely screwed over. Yeah. Last um, year. This year completely screwed over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it is on the plan for next year, but I'm not too excited about it. Not getting too excited. About it. It's a lot of stress. No, it, it's not that. It is. I don't want to go through the rigmarole of uh, making all those knives, and then some other fucking bureaucrat says, "Hey, you can't go." Yeah. Because you can only submit in person. So as soon, I will, I will start getting excited and start planning for it um, as soon as uh, I am 100% confident that I'll be able to not just buy a ticket, but actually get there. go through uh, um, TSA on the yes. other side. Yes. In other words, enter the country legally. But barring that, I do have a plan. Mm. Um, if you see me buy a rowboat mm. and you don't hear from me for three or four months, yeah. yeah, and you see all of a sudden on social media I'm popping up as a vacation in uh, um, Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> then the only thing between me and the US is jumping a fence, and apparently you can do that. Yeah, I want to submit next year. Sorry. Yeah. So um, yeah. I want to submit next year, and uh, there is a plan in place. Mm. Um, I wanted to kick that plan off uh, five, six weeks ago. Mm. Um, but then I got confirmation that we still can't fly this year. Mm. So, um, yeah. Uh, the problem I have is that the, the cut and bend has got an expiry date. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I understand it no longer has, but I haven't got confirmation because I haven't asked mm. it. Okay. So, as soon as the, the cut and bend doesn't have an expiry, then by all means, I'll do it. Are well, you going to do that with Kevin? Yeah. So, yeah. you don't do the physical test, uh, the, the Master for cut and bend test. Mm. Um, you can do local with any master smith overseeing, um, and then uh, it's submitting. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. So the Damascus for my cut and bend knife is made. It is like somewhere. It's just a thick ass billet, three hundred and sixty odd layers. Yeah, mm. and that's one is a is a quite an interesting one. Oh, same okay. specs, but it has to be uh, so so same specs as the the journeyman cut and bend. But uh, it's now own Damascus and hidden tank. Hidden tank. Yeah, of course. Okay. They don't nice. give mask tickets to someone with a cool fucking beard. Otherwise, I've had four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I swear a lot, I should have a mask. No. Yeah. No. So um, yeah, that is a is a bit of a heavy one. So the the, the presentation knives. Mm. I personally think that's the easy part. Yeah. Right. Great. Right. Mr. Niels van der Berg, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for driving out all the way, man. Appreciate yeah. it. All through 17 Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Open Hearth Cast. Find us on Instagram at Open Hearth Cast, and we'll see you again real soon.